Hey guys, it's Faith. I'm very, very excited. One of my favorite mastermind students is here today to talk about her blogging journey. I've been really trying on the podcast lately to have a variety of different people on here. I think it's important for you guys to hear from other people what their blogging journey is like. I think often we're in our little blogging bubbles and we think everyone is overnight making 10K months, except for me. And I am the only one struggling. I'm the only one learning tough lessons. And I just want you guys to hear from some other blogging colleagues, if you will, (laughs) about what their journey is like and their biggest takeaways. And hopefully we can all just learn from each other's mistakes and struggles and triumphs and all the things. So I'm very exciting. I have Becky here today. Becky, do you want to tell them a little bit about who you are and what you do on the internet world? I will be glad to. I am Becky Savari, and my blog is A Book Lover's Adventures. And it started four and a half years ago as a blog about travels, books, and family. And as I've gone along, it's continually gotten narrower and narrower and narrower. (laughs) So let's talk about that because I. I get this resistance from people a lot where they're like, I don't want to niche down. I want to talk about all the things. So what made you decide? Did you ever have that resistance at all? And what made you decide to want to narrow down? I did. Um, When I first started, um, I was coming out of a job that I really loved and had to quit so that I could be um, more present for my mom as a caregiver. And so I gave myself a year to just blog about whatever I wanted to and kind of see what stuck, what I liked, and then figured I would go from there. Books and travel kind of stuck with me and Harry Potter. (laughs) And so for a long time, those were the three things that I talked about. And then travel became not part of my life anymore because my caregiving responsibilities just became too much. And so my shift kind of came to Harry Potter and literary escapes. And then when, after my mom passed away and COVID hit within like a week of each other, literary escape seemed like a really good idea. And so since I was already there, I just embraced it. So, well, I love how you married those together. Cause I didn't realize that you were, I just always in my mind, you're like book club person. Cause that's Mm -hmm. what you've been doing in my mastermind. But I think it's interesting that you made your travel blog into this literary escape because your branding and your messaging is still very much like centered around travel, Mm -hmm. even though it's a book club, which is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because I mean, prior to this, I'd never been in a book club before, (laughs) But, (laughs) but I knew I wanted one. And so, um, I figured I came into it with no preconceived notions of what it should be. I love this. For those of you that don't know, Becky just launched her book club, right? It was your first launch for your book club. And so she now runs a book club, even though she's never been a member of a book club. So let that be expansive to you. Exactly. (laughs) You don't have to have been in a book club to have a paid book club launch. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Let's talk about your book club. So you went through this process of narrowing down. You're like, I'm going to do literary escapes. We're all stuck in our freaking houses. Exactly. Yep. (laughs) I love the marketing around that. We're all stuck in our houses. We're going to do literary escapes. (laughs) How did you come up with the book club idea to sell? Or did you have other ideas of things to sell? 
Well, I really didn't know where I was going with it, to be honest with you. I did um, last year, I guess, beginning of 2020, I did a read around the world challenge and it was just an opt-in. And then I made a Facebook group out of it. And honestly, if I was in there maybe once or twice a month at best, telling them what books we're reading and that was it. Um, I didn't have the capacity for a whole lot more than that. And this year I decided um, that I wanted to try an actual book club and I wanted it to be paid. And so I wrote down all my thoughts on it. She's <laughs> holding up a mind map. for this. <laughs> yep. My big dump. Yeah. And I knew what I wanted with it. I knew I wanted it to be fun. I wanted it to be community focused. I wanted obviously books. I wanted travel and I wanted authors to be part of it. And then I wasn't sure how else it would play out, but I knew I wanted those things. And so I had read a book back in October that was called 80 Days to Elsewhere. And it was a fun romp around the world, basically. And I decided to start with that and put it out there as I'm going to do a January challenge and we're going to read this book. Does anyone want to join me? And um, I had contacted the author and she said she could join us um, at the end of the month. And so um, I kind of planned out when I, when people started saying, yeah, that'd be fun. You know, I decided, okay, I need to be really strategic with this because I'm building to something. And so I needed to have people build the community with me. It couldn't be, just be me. And so I decided to have a bingo game. And so the whole point of the bingo game was to get people engaged with each other. And so there were squares on there like comment on somebody's post on Facebook, introduce yourself on Facebook, join one of the Facebook or join us on one of the Zooms, you know, read a book, you know, read one of the books that are for the month, um, join us for the author, chat. That's so awesome. I want to do a bingo card now in my Facebook group. It's that fun. Sounds so awesome. Yeah. Well, I love the idea. I love that you realize that you were like, I need to get people to connect with each other. And also I need like a clever way to get them to do that. <laughs> exactly. And I knew it wouldn't happen organically because most of these people didn't know each other. So I knew that they weren't just going to all of a sudden start talking to each other. Yeah. But I think it's so smart. Like, and I love the idea of community building because I've found this with the breakthroughs group and especially with the mastermind, when you have a community, it almost becomes like its own thing. And it's like, yeah, I lead those communities, but it's not just like the faith show all the time. Right. It's like you guys connect and network with each other and work on projects and go on each other's podcasts. And like, people are doing all kinds of stuff in those yeah. communities, which is so so awesome and so special. And I think people are willing to pay for community. So did you have any mindset drama around selling a book club? Tell me all the things, Becky. I did, I did. And <laughs> it's funny because I had to make a note to myself, drama, the drama is optional. Oh my gosh, I love that. I have Should that, have posted it now on our desk. It I have it right in front of my face because <laughs> I feel like it's a good thing to remember. <laughs> but coming from the book community, making money in that community in particular is um, not encouraged at all. Book bloggers do book blogs because they love books and they don't want to get paid for it. 
they feel like getting books is enough of compensation and that's all they want from it. And oh so gosh. I had to shift from being a book blogger to something else. A businesswoman. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I didn't make that shift immediately. I will say that. <laughs> so my next jump prior to that was um, literary escape artist. And so I made a mug and it has literary escape artist on it. And I kept it in front of my face for a long time. I love that. <laughs> to remind myself that I'm not a book blogger. I'm a literary escape artist. I'm allowed to make money. <laughs> I've never heard that. Did you make that up? Did you give yourself your I own did. title? I, I did. <laughs> like, this is what I am. Is it a real thing? I don't know. But this is it, what I am. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, that's what I yeah, decided. Yeah, that's awesome. It, it was what I wanted to be. And so I created the position for and myself. And now I am. <laughs> exactly. It's amazing how that works, right? It's like magic. It is. It is. And so it took me a while to get used to the idea of it's okay to make money for, with it. What were some of the things that were coming up? Like when you were like, before you got to, it's okay to make money, you were just really in this place of what? I should be doing it for free? Everybody, every, why would anyone want to pay for it when there's so many book clubs out there for free? And that was my biggest struggle is why would somebody want to pay for it? Yeah, and this is great. Cause I think a lot of people have this right where they're like, well, there's some version of what I do. That's free. Mm -hmm. Why would someone pay me for X, Y, and Z when this person has a free podcast or this person has a free, like whatever free resource, free group, why would anybody pay for my stuff? So how did you get through that? I, well, my mind map was part of how I got through that, to be honest with you, because it, in my research, I went through and I looked to see like what kind of things are out there. And a lot of them are just like, like my old um, Facebook group where somebody would say what books we're reading. And that was it. That was the whole book club. And um some of them, they had authors on, some of them didn't, some of them had discussions, some of them didn't. But from what I could see, the community piece wasn't there. And I knew that's what I wanted. And that's what I was selling. But that's a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I came to the point of, well, how do you sell that? <laughs> right. So what's hard about it? What was hard about it? Just the idea of like, why would someone pay for community? Well, convincing someone that they want it, what it's going to feel like for them. Yeah. And You're a genius marketer, by the way. So she did her market <laughs> research, probably without even realizing, right? She did her market research. She found a gap in the market. She's like, this is how my thing can be different right? How, what I'm going to sell is different than everyone else's. And then she starts thinking like, how can I get people to pay for it? <laughs> like, why would people pay for it? How do I need to market it to get people to pay for it? So what did you end up doing with your marketing then to sell that community? Well, I decided they needed to experience it. And so I held this month long challenge for the whole month of January so that they would know by the end of the month, what it was. And so from the get-go, I was on Facebook Lives all the time. So they knew who I was. And, you know, following your example, setting the tone for the community, encouraging people when they post, you know, thanks for doing this and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Just propping everybody up, building the community, encouraging the communication between everybody, you know, having fun with it. And 
after the first book chat where people were all on there together, they're like, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. <laughs> right. Because you were doing yours on Zoom, right? They were mm -hmm. all on Zoom. Was it every yeah. week or it was how often were you? Getting I, with them? I had three planned for the month. And I had to do a month because we were reading books. The first one was a book chat for the first book that we read or one of the books that we read. And I encouraged them, you know, even if you didn't read the book, come, you know. So the first half hour, we talked about the book and discussed it. And, you know, everybody had their thoughts on it. And then the second half of the book, because it was it was around the world in 80 days. And so the second half of our Zoom, we just sat and had travel stories. And, you know, have you visited any of these places? And, you know, tell let, we got caught up on travel mishaps. Who hasn't had those, you know? <laughs> and so everybody loved that. They're like, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. So it progressed from there. That's so awesome. What a really cool, special offer. And this is such a great example too, because even if someone else did have a book club with Zoom calls, it's like no one else can ever have your book club with Zoom calls. Right. Yeah. It's like the people that want to hang out with you and want to hang out in your type of community, especially because you're you're so niched with the travel thing, too. Mm -hmm. Right. And the adventure, the literary adventure yeah. and literary escape artists. We often like think like, oh, there's no room for me. But really, it's like if you're providing people an experience, like they want to hang out with you. They right. Hang out. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny the people that are showing up and enjoying it. It probably wouldn't have been who I would have chosen, but they're awesome. Yeah. And so it's, it's amazing. And toward the end of it, I started asking questions in the group, you know, what has been your favorite thing that we've done this month? You know, what things, um, the bingo, did you really enjoy? And, you know, what did you think about that? And, and so kind of leading them through why they liked it and why they needed it. And then I planned a wrap-up party for the end of the month because people started asking the question, what's next? What are we reading next month? You're like, oh, how convenient. <laughs> and I said, I tell you what, let's have a wrap-up party and we'll talk about that. <laughs> and so, so and that was what, your pitch, right? Was that, that why you was pitched my your pitch. paid offer? It is. And so I, I had a slideshow. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I went through it and I kind of led them on a journey through our month and explained at the beginning, I laid out kind of where I was coming from, why I started the group, what my last couple of years had been like and kind of how I got here and how our month progressed. And I used their own words in there a lot because they had given me a lot to work with. And so I used their words in there of, you know, this has been so much fun and, you know, I love the bingo because, you know, whatever. And I said, you know, and then you guys asked me what's next. And so here's what I've come up with. I'm going to make two groups. This group, it's going to be called the Literary Escape Society. And in this group, we're going to do everything we did this month. We're going to have the book chats. We're going to have the author chats. We're going to play games. We're going to, you know, all of that that's going to be our group. I said, and then I'm going to have another group that's going to be less, um, not as much going on. It's going to be a free group though. So anybody can join it that wants to. And, and then, you know, of course the question is how much is this going to be? And so I <laughs> laid that out and told them how much it was going to be. And I said, 
you know, it's $10 a month, a hundred if you pay for the year. And if you pay tonight, it'll be $90. And so I just kind of laid it out there and I said, so if you got any questions, go ahead and throw them at me because I'm sure you do. And then, so there, there was like dead silence. <laughs> I'm like, crap. <laughs> so I just sat there and waited and somebody's like, well, of course you should get paid. This has been a great month. I don't have any problem paying you. <laughs> and, and they were like, well, yeah, this has been great. And, you know, if you're getting the authors and, you know, organizing it all and paying for Zoom, I'm happy to pay you. And so I was like, okay. <laughs> and so I got three people signed up that night and they all paid for the year. I love this. I love this story so much because <laughs> I remember coaching you right before this launch. And I remember specifically coaching you going, people would not pay $90 for a book club. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we should like get that sound bite and like put it in here. <laughs> she, yeah. goes, she goes, she's like, people would not pay $90 and they exactly. paid you. Not only did they pay you $90 for the book club, they paid you like easily and happily right mm -hmm. they did they were super excited so and excited to pay her 90 dollars for her yeah book club. and so i said you know i'll keep this price up until when i get up tomorrow i said if i closed it out tonight before i went to bed it'd be closed like in a half an hour so you know i said i'll leave it open till tomorrow and whenever i get up is when i'm going to close it so and so i closed it the next morning and it went up to 100 bucks over the month i've had four more people sign up at the hundred dollars and so, you know, I've got seven paid people and- Oh my gosh, are you so excited? $700. That's incredible, right? For running a book it club. Is. And you're doing exactly club. what you wanted. You're getting paid to run a book club now. I am. And uh, authors are happy to come in and meet people. And you know, this month I had a, um, a food blogger on because we read Pride and Prejudice. And she made all these cool little foods that unfortunately we couldn't taste unless we cooked them. But, <laughs> so cool, but everybody's like, oh my gosh, that was so much fun. And so, so it's, it's a blast to do whatever I want with them. And that's so awesome. It, so, yeah. I love to, I think a lot of times I see people do sales and they just assume people would know that it's great. So what a lot of people would have done that I've coached and I've seen people do their launches where they would have done their free thing like you did. And then they would just assume, well, if they wanted to buy, they would have, they would buy and they wouldn't have done the pitch. I think what you did that made such a big difference was you pitched your thing and you told them why they should pay. And you were right. like, Hey, we did this. We did this. Like, didn't you guys like this? And you know how we did this. Right. And sh you didn't assume that they knew why they should pay you or they knew why they would want it. Um, yeah. And you didn't assume well, well, like if they wanted it, they would just pay for it. Right. right. So I think connecting those dots in a launch is really, really important and really important when you do sales. And I think a lot of people have a lot of resistance to that. A lot of people don't want to ask for the sale. They like kind of like they'll do their free it's thing. Yeah. yeah, they do the free thing and then they kind of let it hang. They're like, well, Maybe I'll post yeah. a link. A lot of people would have did that whole month and then just posted their link a couple times. And I've maybe. done that before on plenty of launches before. I'll mention it once, post a link. I got one sale. What a crappy launch. And that was it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, this was uh, my word of the year for this year has been fearless. Oh, I love it. She and showed again, me her coffee I put it mug. On a mug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I have it in front of my face every day.
Yeah, that was a brave thing to do. Did it feel <laughs> scary to you to do that pitch or what did you oh feel my like? Gosh, it felt so scary. And on my mind map, I have Bible verses on it as well. Before I took, um, I don't know, at least 15, 20 minutes prior to going live with them. And I just, I went, I have music I listened to. I looked at my Bible verses. I looked at my mind map of what it is we're creating and got in the right headspace so that it wasn't, it didn't feel pitchy. Tonight, actually, I'm, I'm opening it up again for two days. And so I'm hoping to have some of the same, <laughs> same energy go with it. I think mindset around sales is everything, right? And I love that you're like praying and doing all the things you need to do to get in that energy of being fearless, right? And asking yeah. for the sale. I think a lot of people feel weird asking to be paid. Women feel weird getting paid, right? We think we should right. do everything for free. So, yeah, we're so used to it. <laughs> or we're just like, no, 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 you don't have to pay me. I'll just do it for free. I'll just, you don't have to pay me. I'll do it for free. I don't, well, I don't need it, buddy. When you're, when you go from a traditional job to wanting to make this full-time, like a lot of people do, you're focused on replacing a salary. And I haven't been working for four and a half years. And so it's not replacing a salary. And so it's, it is, it is weird. It takes some, it takes some uh, mental gymnastics some days. Yeah. That's a good word for it. Mental gymnastics. (laughs) (laughs) What made you decide to want to do a membership model as opposed to just selling it as a one-off or selling it every month? I had debated that one. And for some reason, for a long time, I've been I keep going back to the membership model. And I think I just want the community. I want people that are mine that I can go in and enjoy with and to nurture them and appreciate them. And, you know, I I just want my group, I guess. I love community. Well, I'm a huge fan, obviously, of Facebook groups and community. I also have a membership. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But I love how intentional you are with your community because it sounds like you really put a lot of thought into getting them to interact with each other and looking and see what was working and what wasn't working and what they like and what they don't like. And I think people have this misconception about creating community that you just like open a Facebook group and that's it. And it's like creating a culture in a community. I know like we have team meetings and stuff about creating the culture in the mastermind and how we want to be more inclusive and like all these different things I think that people don't realize yeah. how much intention it really takes to build a thoughtful I think so yeah community. and I think that for it to be you know because I did have a vision of what I wanted I knew I had to be super intentional with it and versus my other group that I had zero vision with I just wanted people I had people, but I didn't do anything with them. And they, some of them followed me, but a lot of them didn't because they didn't really know me. So Yeah, they didn't know who you were, yeah. right? And so I gave them, you know, a couple of weeks notice, hey, I'm doing something different. I went live in there a few times, said, you know, I'm going to be closing this group down, starting this new one. You're welcome to join me. If you yeah. don't want to, that's fine. But if you do, come on over. I'd love to have you. And shut her down. So. Good for you. A lot of people are so resistant to doing that too, where it's like, 
if you want to pivot or you want to do something different, it's like you need to cut your losses with the other stuff and go yeah. all in with and the that's first hard. thing. That's yeah, hard. people are like, I have like 200 people in this Facebook group and it's about sewing, but I want to do this other thing. And it's like, <laughs> cut the group. I'm like, are you making, yeah. are you making six figures off of that group? Like, no, like burn it down. <laughs> like well, bandage ship. Yeah. I um, have a whole group of people that are my Harry Potter people and I'm pivoting away from them. And that's hard because, you know, it's probably 800 people on my list. And it's like, whew. So. You're going to get to a place where 800 people is like nothing. She's going to have like <laughs> 10 times that in a year. <laughs> well, and the beauty is, is I don't have to have a lot of people for it to be successful. I mean, you know, my seven people, I'm feeling pretty stinking successful, you know. I love that mindset because so many people think like I need tens of thousands of page views and thousands of email subscribers. And you're just like, no, I just need a few people that I nurture really well and that are anchored into this community. And I know I can, you're like, yeah. I know I can sell them, right? You're like, I know I can yeah. sell them on the community if they engage and participate. Yeah. Do you have any words of wisdom for anybody that's listening to this? Maybe if they're wanting to do a launch, but they're feeling scared to ask for the sale. Be clear about what it is you have to offer and why your people need it. And don't think of it as selling, but think of it as giving them what they need. And I was helped along that journey by asking my people the questions and was able to use their words like, this is what it is. And it was their words. And so they knew they wanted it. Um, so ask them, you know, if you're, if you have a community, ask them what they like about it and then you can sell them on it because you're using their words. Yeah. That's really, really smart. I found that we do that in the blogathon launch whenever we do the blogathon, the big community blogathon, and then we open the mastermind and it's very much like we bring them along for the week. And then mm -hmm. at the end, I'm like, look at how much you got done. Like, do you see exactly. how much you got done? I'm like, you know, and the proof is like in the pudding. I'm like, I know that I know a lot of people in that challenge get more done on their business that week than any other week in the year. And exactly. it's like, it's like, this is what I got. You want it? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's, I had somebody um, send me a, a message um, from the free group and she was like, so what is this paid group thing? And so I explained to her what it was and kind of who it was for. And she was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm probably not going to be able to read the books every month. And, you know, I don't spend a lot of time on Facebook and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it doesn't sound like that would be, you know, for you. It sounds like, you know, maybe just stick it to the free group right now might be what you need. And she was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> and so You and could have made that mean a bunch of stuff though. And this is what people do. They make it mean a bunch of stuff about them and about their offer and that no one wants it. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're just and like, yeah, that's okay. No big it, deal. And it was uh, oddly enough. Yeah. My mindset from, because I joined your group from the, I think it was the September blogathon. Mm -hmm. And it feels like I've been in there forever, um, but it's only been, you know, what, four months, five months now. And um, it's been mind changing. At 56 years old, <laughs> it's hard sometimes to make, to change how you think. And um, it's um, it's been really nice to get those shifts and to know why the shifts are necessary. Yeah, I love hearing you say that because that's really one of the one of the things I try to do in there is just to get people 
to manage their minds and to think differently because I don't really want people to have to come to the call to ask me stuff all the time. I, what I really want is for people to feel empowered and confident enough to execute in their business on their own and make those kind of decisions. And that's why on the coaching calls, I very rarely even answer people's questions, right? They'll <laughs> be like, true. they'll be like, should I delete my Facebook group or should I like do this? And I'm like, you know, what we do you go through think this, you should do? Right. We go through this whole thing, right? But it, I really want, um, I want, I want people to think differently and look at how they're thinking. So I love hearing you say that. Um, well, I think women in particular have a really big fear of failure. There's something attached to that with our identity. You know, I mean, we don't want to fail and we don't want to show that we have failed and we make it mean something about us. And I love your challenge that you've kind of thrown out to us for this year, you know, fail big, fail often. You know, I want you to go out and fail how many times this quarter and, and, you know, I decided, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to embrace that and not, not worry about if I fail and what it means or doesn't mean. It's an it, opportunity to grow and to learn. It takes so much of the pressure off too. Cause I see a lot of entrepreneurs spend a lot of time in this space of like, well, what if it doesn't work? And like, what if I do this? And like, no one buys and like, what if that, or what if this, but I think in our community, in the mastermind, we really just try to be like, yeah, like, <laughs> like, so what if it doesn't work? Like, you know, we'll just do something else because we're overcomers and we're all going to be successful as a community. Um, and the failure doesn't have to mean anything about your business isn't going to work or you're not good or your ideas isn't good or it doesn't have to mean anything, right? So neutralizing some of that stuff just so people can start taking action and like make those moves. It's easier said than done. I mean, I've spent a lot of time in indecision and stuff. God knows <laughs> my entrepreneurship journey. <laughs> well, and even being um, intimidated by the bigger guys out there that have successful, whatever type of blogs or memberships or, you know, whatever it is we're trying to grow. Um, I only saw a couple of really successful book blog or book membership, you know, book club type memberships. Anne Bogle from the modern Mrs. Darcy has one. And she's got, I'm sure, thousands of people that are in and out of it. And, but it wasn't at all what I wanted. And I knew that. It took me a little while to work through it. There's a guy that has a business one and it's very successful. And, you know, again, it was like, but that's not at all what I want nobody has what I want. So I took that as, I guess I have to do it if I want it. <laughs> but your offer feels so much like you though. It mm -hmm. really does. Your brand and your offer and everything you do feels so authentic to you. And I think mm -hmm. that's what's so special and powerful about what you're doing. And I think it takes a lot of people a long time to have the nerve to do that, to just be like, I'm going to show up and be myself and offer yeah. what I have to offer. And I feel like it's good enough. And I feel like I can be paid for it. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and I don't, you know, I, I don't have any um, big desires for 10, 10 K months or anything like that. And, you know, I don't have, well, I've got college, my kids college to pay for, but you know, I don't have, thousands of dollars of debt or anything. And we have a pretty simple life. And 
I know what I need. And it's, you know, it's pretty simple. And I'm, and I know I can get there with what I'm doing. Right. But you have a clear plan to make the money. What I see a lot of people do is like, they're like, I want a 10 K month, but also they're not making any money. And they're like staggering around, right. You're just like, this works. This is making income. I'm going to scale this one offer, right. You're not running around selling a thousand different things. You're like, I'm going to get this one thing to work. It's going to bring in consistent Mm. income for you. And I think that's awesome. You're just like really zeroed in on focused and have a plan. And I think it definitely will work. And I'm telling you, I know you think I'm nuts, but you know, the hardest part is really getting from like, once you get to zero to 1000, like that's the hardest part. (laughs) So you're going to get, you're going to find that it's easier to go to 1000 to 2000 and then 2000 to 4000 and 4000 to 8000, you know, is going to be easier. It gets incrementally easier because you have more experience. You have the Mm -hmm. tools, you have so much clarity. You're going to, a year from now, you're going to have so much clarity on this offer on what it is and why people need it and who's buying. Um, so I think it's totally possible for you to scale as high as you want. Why not? Right. If you can sell it to seven people, you can sell it to 70. Yeah. I mean, the beauty is with this type of model is whether I'm selling it to seven or 700, it's the same work for me. I don't do anything different. So I love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what's so powerful about a lot of online business models, courses and group coaching and mm-hmm. community and different groups is like, you don't have to sell your time for money, which is such a huge mindset shift right. for a lot of people. And it's like, what if you can make more money and not work more hours? Yeah. It's like, that's really like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like an explosion, like what? Like I could do what? I mean, how magical is that? I still think it's awesome, right? It I is, think it's like yeah. the best. And I think the community part is so special. I believe a lot in community and it's Same a big here, part yeah. of my mission and like what I want to do. And I just think it's so important for people, especially right now, to mm-hmm. have a place that is just to feel good and a place that's just yeah. comfort, right? And friends, like that kind of stuff is missing from a lot of people's lives right now in such a profound way. It is. And I'm finding that my people, they miss traveling. And who, you know, who doesn't this, you know, for the last year and a half or whatever. And so that brings us together, which I love. So yeah. And that's like such a unique target market, right? She's like, I'm attracted. You're just attracting a whole tribe. This is what I did with the mastermind too. I always say this. I'm like, you guys are exactly like me. Like sometimes people will be on calls and people will be talking about stuff. And I'm like, how did I find like all my life? I felt like such a misfit. And I'm like, how did I find a hundred and something people that are exactly like me? And you're going to have a tribe of people that are exactly like you. It's so awesome. (laughs) That are like reading books and into travel nerds that like to travel and yeah yeah but it's so fun though to connect it's just fun to have like-minded people around and I think a lot of us don't necessarily have that in our real life yeah I agree where can people find you if they want to stalk you on the the interwebs they can find me at a bookloversadventures.com for the blog stuff or um, on Facebook look up literary escape book club that's the free group and you can see what we do. Yeah, go join Becky's free group. I mean, we yeah. all need to read more books, I think, right? <laughs> I think so. And I try to choose pretty good ones. <laughs> so. Yeah, the literary escape. If you want to yeah. work with a literary escape artist, That's you right. definitely want to check Becky out. <laughs> the one and only. <laughs> She's the best literary escape artist. <laughs> I love that you gave yourself your own title. I want to give myself 
a new title, blog coaching <laughs> rant queen. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for sharing all this. I think this is so helpful. And I think it's just helpful for people to hear just kind of different things people have done and different experiences. And I just love, I love talking about business. So I love hearing like what everyone's doing and what they've learned. So thank you so much for coming on here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And then you guys can come mastermind with Becky. She's in the mastermind with me. So we would love to have you in that community as well. Great community. We'll have, I highly recommend it. We'll have Becky on when she has her first uh, 10K month. We'll have her back on the podcast. <laughs> I'll be ready. Uh, yeah. That's all we have for you guys. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and we'll talk to you in the next episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Blogging Breakthroughs podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for hanging out. I wanted to let you know that the doors to the mastermind are open. The Blogging Breakthroughs mastermind is a group I created to help support you on your business, to help you get clarity in your business, to help you make more money faster, to help you be in community with other women. Building a business on your own is so hard. It's so isolating. I see so many women buying courses, getting discouraged, not getting the results that they want. I created this group to support you while you build your business. In addition to being part of an amazing community of women, you also get invited to come to a weekly group coaching call on Zoom with me. These calls are really, really special. People are really raw and honest about what's going on in their business and their life. And it's just a time for us to come together to connect, support each other, brainstorm business ideas, just anything you guys need. These calls are really, really special, and I really believe they will help you grow your business. In addition to the calls with me, you also get access to tons of group coaching calls, guest workshops, co-working hours, a blogathon that we run every single week to help you stay motivated and working on your business. There's so many resources available to support you. You don't have to build this business on your own, and I hope you will consider coming to join us inside the mastermind. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I will talk to you guys soon. Soon.